Hey, hey guys, this is Dr. I'm with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. It is the middle of May. And as always, like everybody's probably saying, can you believe it? Can you believe it? It's the middle of May. But can you believe it? <laughs> it's the middle of May. It's May 16th to be exact. And I hope you guys are doing well. As always, thank you for giving me a listen. And so... Let us begin with saying a couple of things. May is the month, and I didn't know this, but outside of Mother's Day, which for all of y'all that are mothers, I hope you guys had a wonderful Mother's Day if you celebrate it here in America. And if you have mothers, I hope that you did something nice for your mama. And uh, please, I hope you hugged her and kissed her and told her how much you loved her extra, extra, extra for this lady talk time with hope because of course i miss my mother <clears throat> third mother's day without my mother and um i did i did well i did much better i think than last year and of course the first year without her and i know that it will get easier even if it doesn't necessarily get easier if that makes sense but i think anybody out there that's lost has lost somebody that they love, they can relate. But did you guys know about World Ovarian Cancer Day? If you are new to this podcast, first of all, welcome. Welcome to Talk Time with Hope. And uh, if you're not new, then you probably remember last year when I talked about May 8th being World Ovarian Cancer Day. And it's basically something that started in 2013. That was the first year. And I even have a picture of some employees uh, that I worked with back in Saudi uh, that posted for World Ovarian Cancer Day. And it was the first real uh, real time that I actually started getting my feet wet with advocating uh, for ovarian cancer awareness in Saudi Arabia. And I just give God all the praise that I'm still here 10 years later to continue to do that advocacy. And so I, of course, couldn't do as much as I did when I was in Saudis because I'm not a teacher right now um, and don't have a nine to five job or a job where I go to an office at any rate. And I didn't have the cards, which I'm kind of upset about because there were, there there's these uh, symptom cards that I like to give out and I need to get more of those symptom cards, even if I have to make my own symptom cards, uh, which I hope, hope to get that going for September, which is ovarian cancer awareness month. But if you didn't know, now you know. And I hope that uh, wherever you are, especially if you're in another country, um, that you get the word out about ovarian cancer awareness. And if you don't know anybody that's gone through ovarian cancer, at least you say you can say now that you do know somebody. Because I am a three-time ovarian cancer survivor. And any little advocacy you can do is doing so much. And I'm very grateful in advance. Sometimes I wish my friends would reach out and say, hey, what can I do? What can I do to spread some awareness? So you've survived this stupid, ugly cancer three times. And I'm so grateful that you are still here. And I know maybe we don't talk as much as we used to. And I know with time, you know, friendships sometimes just start to, you know, grow distant. And that happens. Each one of us can take take the responsibility of that 
But because of that, I'm not saying I don't want to help you with spreading awareness. And if somebody came up to me, I try to, I try to do what I can. I really, really do. If somebody comes up to me and says, Hey, I am trying to bring about more awareness on autism or on lung cancer or on diabetes or anything, I, I would do my best to try to spread that. Even if I just shared it, even if I just shared it on some of my social media. And I have done that for some people, um, that not for anything in return, just because it doesn't hurt. It doesn't take but a second to push that share button or to write a couple of sentences. Not even much. Just, Hey, by the way, my friend who survived this cancer three freaking times, and I'm very grateful that she's still alive. This ovarian cancer sucks. And I know somebody who's gone through it and I want to do my part by showing my support. So if you don't know about ovarian cancer, now you know. It can be just a picture with the symptoms of ovarian cancer. I, but I don't see people doing that. I, I, I don't see people sharing the things that I share uh, on their social media. And no, I'm not like crying in my bed with tissue, box of tissue going, why don't they do that? Why don't they do that? No, it's not like that. I have too much of ADHD and inattentive ADHD to think about it too much. I just sometimes stop and think about it like right now um, because it was World Ovarian Cancer Day. And if you're out there and you're listening and it's not at anybody in particular, so I hope nobody is listening to this podcast, which they're not very many and I'm okay with that because <laughs> I didn't expect for me to have like a giant following. Um, I, it would be kind it would be kind of cool. Um, but, uh, it is what it is. And I'm just happy that I can motivate myself to get up and, and get out of bed and live this life to the fullest that I can possibly can right now as I'm going towards two years cancer remission. But if there's anybody that's out there that is listening to this podcast and they're like, is hope, is hoping that is, is hope sending that to me in particular? No, I'm not sending it to anybody in particular. I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of Facebook friends. And sometimes it is a bit disheartening to, to know that I know that they love me and I know that they are happy that I'm still alive and that I'm still here. I just sometimes wish that more people would, would, would advocate more people would share the things that I share on Facebook, just by pushing a, pushing that share button, sharing that picture of what I'm passing along for the awareness, for the, uh, advocacy. Um, but you know, all I can do is keep talking about it. All I can do is keep sharing in the hopes that people do, uh, listen to their body and listen and, and know what the symptoms are for, for ovarian cancer. So, and this, this episode is not about completely about that. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there because May 8th was ovarian cancer, um, world ovarian cancer day. And it is on every May 8th. So whether you're in Saudi, whether you're in Germany, whether you're in England, whether you're here in the U S of a, I hope that you never forget that there is an ugly disease out there, one of millions in a way I feel out there that you know somebody who has gone through it, not once, not twice, but three times. And I hope that you at least, if you cannot share, if you can't share what I put out there on my social media, 
at least continue to monitor your body. Listen to the symptoms. Be mindful of the symptoms. Listen to your body and see a doctor. I, I mean, I would like to think that somebody could benefit from some of this awareness. I mean, there was just one, one other lady that died today that was on my Facebook. Um, I never knew her personally, but I knew that she was a sister till a tail sister person. Till is the gynecological color, um, the color for gynecological cancers rather. And I, she reached out because I'm a tail sister. I didn't know that she was currently actually battling the disease. I thought she was just a survivor and that's how we got to know each other briefly. Um, just in, pa in passing on Facebook, but apparently she was, she was really going through it and she didn't seem much older than me. If maybe she was even younger than me and her daughter posted that she passed away uh, of this horrible disease. And so <laughs> continues to make me grateful to be still here, but it continues to give me a wee bit of survivor's guilt each time another woman passes away. So I just hope my friends know that I, I bring this awareness, not for myself at all. I was thinking about that when I was on my bike ride this morning. I'm like, I wonder if some people think that I talk about this so much because I just want the attention. And I think if anybody really knew me, they would know that that's not true. Because trust me, if it was about wanting attention for myself, just from moi, I would never talk about it. Would never have started talking about it. But if you had to go through what we that go through this cancer go through with the surgery, with the, 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 the horribleness before the surgery, because we let it go so long because we don't know what we're battling before it even starts, and then the surgery, and then the, re the, the, the recuperating from said surgery, and then the horribleness of chemotherapy if we choose to go through chemotherapy, and if we choose to go to chemotherapy, the, the horribleness of it, and then the repercussions that come from anything that can come from the surgery and chemotherapy. And then that thought in the back of your mind, whether you want to admit it or not, is like, is this going to kill me? Is this what I'm going to die of? And a lot of people don't admit that that's what they think. But I think at the end of the day, we all kind of do. It's in our subconscious. And we're so grateful that we haven't passed away from it. So if it wasn't for the fact that I feel like I could make a difference, I can make a difference by sharing my story. I would never share my story. I've said that before and I'll say it again. Because it isn't something that is fun to talk about. It isn't something that is non-emotional to bring back to the surface, to the forefront of our mind of what we've gone through. But if it could just save one person, if it could just save one person from having to go through what we've gone through, in some weird kind of way, it makes it worth it. So friends, if you're listening, just try from time to time. Wear teal. Tell people about what till represents and why it may mean something to you um because you know somebody that you love that's gone through it that's battled it and is still surprisingly still here 12 years later and that's all i'm gonna say so that's what awareness is about this particular thing which is ovarian cancer so i i if you didn't know now you know cool cool i'm moving on did you also know that May, not to mention here in America, it's Mother's Day. Of course, I just said that. But it is also something that I did not know because I like to listen to true podcasts 
on true, I mean, podcast on true crime, but May is Missing and Unidentified Persons Awareness Month. Did you know that? I did not know that. I mean, if you go in, you look online, if you were like Google May observances, there's a way more. There's Military Appreciation Month. There's Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. There's Celiac Disease Awareness Month. And there's National Mental Health Awareness uh, a Malone, uh, Melano, Melanoma Awareness Month. Um, there's just a lot of things. There's even a National Women's Checkup, which happens to be coincidentally on May 8th, which is interesting. But if the top, the top things that I would want to talk about is like mental health, mental, mental health. Um, sorry, the actual, it's national mental health awareness and considering that America continues to lead with um, mass shootings and when you dive into the person's um, to the person the mass shooter's personality you find out that they had some mental health issues no I do not think for a second that that's the main issue mental health awareness or mental health issues no I do not think that I think yes there could be a lot about that of course nobody that's going to go out and start shooting people is going to come out squeaky clean with no mental health problems whatsoever. I would think that would be a rarity. However, if America didn't have such easy access to weapons, in particular AR-15s, I know I've said this before, but I'll continue to say it because people keep continuing to kill people. Just, you know, in Allen, Texas, you know, eight people were murdered. And, and just yesterday there were three people murdered in New Mexico because somebody decided to they didn't want to live anymore and they have lost it and they took an AR-15 and they killed three innocent people. So yes, I would continue to m mention that on my podcast because A, I can and B, it's worth repeating and repeating and repeating until no more people start, stop until people stop killing other people with AR-15s in particular. Do I digress? I'm going to digress a little bit from that. But the whole, the, the new thing that I didn't know was the Missing Unidentified Persons Awareness Month. And there's a podcast called Serial Killers and they're doing, um, they're doing that, they're doing some awareness on that, um, missing, uh, missing and unidentified persons awareness. Uh, and that's awesome. We need, we need that so much because I haven't looked at the stats. I, I glimpsed at it, but You'd be freaked out if you knew how many people go missing every single day in America. I can't speak for other countries. I'm sure the stats are out there as well. But in particular, in America, people go missing all the time. And one of the things about people going on missing, go missing is, is um, people of color. People of color go missing and there's an un an unfortunate truth to that is that they are not they're kind of misrepresented and there's been this history of people of color just like people of the lgbt plus community um being underrepresented in in the law enforcement in law enforcement not kind of like taking it as serious people of color meaning people that are black people that are hispanic people that are native american indigenous people not getting the full attention that they deserve because they're no they are just as good and just as worthy of being they're, they're the mystery of their missing of their unaccountability of them being unaccountable rather um, 
and unidentified that they deserve just as much as somebody who's white. And the fact that that's still a thing in 2023 is, is both disgusting and sad at the same time. But I just want to make you guys aware of that being this month. And I hope to maybe in the future, maybe get into some episodes about missing people. And uh, because I do have Native American heritage um, more now because I had my DNA, what, what, 2023, 23 and me, yo, I have over 40% Native American, which I didn't grow up with that. I didn't grow up knowing about my heritage uh, much to the way to, to know like what tribe I belong to and things of that nature. But I am proud of that part of me. And my, my aunt told me a long time ago, long time ago to always check other to be proud of the Native American in my DNA and I am and I'd like to do more with researching that in the future but there are a lot of indigenous indigenous people here in America and in Canada who have gone missing and so sadly they have not been seen as serious to check out and investigate as people who are not indigenous and that is an atrocity and it shouldn't happen. So maybe from time to time, I'll do some cases that I'd like to, to, to talk about. We'll see how that works in the future. I'm moving on completely, completely away from what I've been talking about thus far. I want to talk about cheaters. <laughs> and you're like, what? Cheaters? Like, yeah, like, like cheaters, people who cheat, uh, not on their exams not on anything like that. No, I'm talking about on their lovers, on their spouses. I don't know if one of my friends still listens to this podcast anymore, but she used to always make fun of me for saying the word lover. Um, and I don't know if I've ever talked about it in, in a previous episode, but I like the word lover. You know, I mean, I don't think it's a ton, it's synonymous, synonymous with making love per se. I don't know. I don't see it as like a sexual thing. I see it as like kind of a, a nice way of saying, well, okay, you're probably intimate with that person if you call them your lover, but I just don't like, that's not the first thing I think of is like, if I say the word lover, it's not the first thing I think of is S-E-X. So, <laughs> but one of my, one of my friends, oh my God, she used to, she used to just kind of make fun of that, that I say something that I'd say the word lover. And it's like Taylor Swift had to come back and, you know, come in there and bring it, bring it into the, to the, to the surface of like, Hey, it's okay to say lover. Cause she wrote a song called lover. And I'm like, Hey, and she's younger than me. So I think that's a cool thing. I digress. You might wonder, what, what am I talking about? I'm like, hope you haven't been in any kind of relationship in 12 years. So what, what are you, why you're talking about cheaters? You're not romantically involved with anybody, right? Re, re. <laughs> and that would be correct. I'm still very much happily single and I have not been in a relationship with anybody for almost 12 years. But that doesn't mean I haven't had experience with cheating. Um, I'm not proud to say that there are times where I wasn't loyal to person that I was dating. Um, and it may not have been something intimate that happened between me and somebody else while I was dating somebody. Um, but I, I will say that I'm no angel and I'm not a perfect person. Um, but I am older and I, uh, dare I say I'm a little wiser now. Um, and you notice I said a little, 
I didn't say a lot wiser. I just said I'm a, I think I'm a little wiser. But this isn't about me. It's it's about something that recently happened. So we all know about social media, and we all know that people can find others via social media. Um, and I always kind of wondered, you know, like. I've never got married and my last name's always kind of stayed the same. My surname's always been the same. And I always wonder why like people that I've dated in the past, like why haven't they like looked for me or have they looked for me and they just haven't found me because I did search myself and I found a lot of people with my first and last name, like a lot of women with my first and last name, mostly in California. I don't know what's up with that because I always thought I was a little bit original, but I guess not. But I always wondered if people looked for me, if they looked me up, if they searched for me. And uh, and I looked up some people that I dated in my past. Like, not cyber stalking per se, but I, I like, like, think I'm somewhat computer savvy and I can figure things out. And I like taking deep dives into searching the web, the World Wide Web. So I look for, for people that I've dated and I've found one or two, but I, there was this one, okay. There was somebody that I found that I dated like 30 years ago, like 31 to be exact. And when I say date, I mean that casually dating. But at any rate, this person found me. And everything on their social media shows that they're married. Like he's married, he's a, trains in martial arts, and he's, he's got a, his profile pictures of you know him and his wife, and it looks like he's got five kids, two of which are adults, uh, three that are like teenage years, I think. And by all accounts, he looks like a good Christian man, and he's doing really well, and I'm very happy for him. And he reached out to me. He's like, oh my god, Hope, are you Hope that was in the Navy, and blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah, oh my god, are you, you know what? You so-and-so? For this case, we'll call this person Henry, okay? Even though his name is not Henry, but I choose to call him Henry today. <laughs> so Henry hits me up and is like, hey, and I'm like, hey, oh my god, like, how are you? Oh my God, I looked for you for, you know, I looked for you through the years, but I, I guess I got your last name wrong. And he just was like, well, you sent me a message on classmates.com. Side note, if you remember slides, classmates.com, that's the thing. And, and, I, and if I'm repeating this story, I'm only repeating it because things have been interesting in the last couple of weeks with this individual. So I sent that message, yo, yo, I sent that message like 20 years ago. So anyway, he's replying back and he's like, let's, you know, I, I go to, I go to Dallas. Are you in Texas? Yes, I am. You know, are you, I was like, yes, I am somewhere near Dallas. And he's like, oh, well, I'm almost, I'm like there almost every other week. I mean, sorry, every other month. Maybe if you're interested, can we go for coffee? So I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do coffee. I'd like to see him. I mean, I haven't seen this dude in 30 years. I think the last time I saw him, we were at the gym in the Navy on the sub base, in the sub base gym, and I wished him luck because he said he was going to go try out for the for the Navy SEALs. Yada, yada, yada. He's like, okay, I'll let you know when I'm in town, blah, 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 blah. But then he doesn't. He doesn't say anything about having a wife. He doesn't say anything about having a family. And I'm not, I'm not expecting him to like show me all his photos, like, you know, the wallet would flip down and, you know, you got all the pictures because you don't need that anymore because we've got social media and we have digital, digital pictures and his Facebook account for the most part is open. So I could see a lot of his photos and 
things that have been going on. He even has a podcast on a Christian, like a Christian podcast with two other guys um, that talk about what it's like to be good Christian men. And he's wrote a book, you know, about what it's like to be a good, strong Christian, typical man, which I don't understand that because I just don't follow that. But that's just me. Before I get off and tangent on other things, at the end of the day, he has somewhat stood me up without standing me up it's not like we're on a date or anything it's like he was going to be in town i he told me where he was going to be he said he was going to be there at this time i show up and he's not there and the guy that works at the martial arts store was studio or whatever said oh yep he had to redo his schedule he'll be back tomorrow and i'm like dude it would have been nice if you would have you know had it up i'm not going to be in town until tomorrow morning or something. And it's like, part of me was like, I should be messaging this like to him. But then I'm like, I don't want to come off rude. And like, it's a big deal because it's not a big deal. I haven't seen the student in 30 freaking years. So it's not like no sweat off my back. You know, if we don't end up meeting up, we don't end up meeting up. I want to see what he's like been up to. I want to talk to him in person about like, Hey, I see all these pictures of your wife and your family and their beautiful family. Like, what's you know what's going on with that because here's the deal he we didn't meet but then he calls me and then he messaged me the next day and he said hey here's my phone number i'll be in town till monday you know i can sneak out of the conference you know maybe i can sneak out on saturday blah blah blah, blah. and i'm like okay but I'm, I'm busy i'm not too sure when i can open up my schedule for you because you know i'll be ubering and lifting all day long on the weekends so we never met up end of the story we never met up not the end of the story before he left on Sunday he um he said maybe we can meet up you know you don't have to send me your address but can you give me like some kind of point of reference to kind of close to where you live and I could just drive there so I didn't give him my address because uh I listened to too many true crime podcasts and I don't care that I knew him 30 years ago he could be some rapist or murderer you know murderer so I didn't do that plus to mention I don't want him to know where I live don't want people that I'm not close to or haven't been in contact with to know exactly where I live I have a simple simple life a small cute quaint simple place and it's me for me and my cat um but I just don't want somebody that I don't know and haven't known for 30 years to it's not like we were in a serious relationship y'all it was not like we were said we loved each other it wasn't like we were even dating seriously we just kind of hung out a couple times and I liked him he was a nice guy and you know we had some fun so but I haven't seen this dude in 30 years and he just pops up after you know what 20 years after I sent him a message he's like hey sorry for the late reply lol so but I go ahead and give him some place that's not too far from where I live. And he said, oh, yeah, it takes about 37 minutes for me to get there. I've got a dinner meeting. I'll get out of it and then I can show up. You know, I'll, I'll meet you. And then he makes some kind of kind of funny comedy. He's being funny saying like, well, maybe I can just show up at your place and sneak in like you did to mine way back when. And I'm like, OK, the, that was 30 years ago. And. He's bringing up something where we had fun hanging out. And is that like, are you thinking to repeat something that happened 30 years ago, 31 years ago? Because I don't know you, dude. And aren't you married? So going back to the cheating guys, I think he's, I think he was trying to have like some stepping out on his wife. 
because he hasn't continued to talk about his wife. And then he goes absent. We didn't end up meeting up. Then he ended up standing me up and didn't text, didn't call. I was very grateful for that because I was stupid tired from driving all weekend. And I wasn't like upset, but it was just weird. So the next day I was like, hey, I, I hope you're okay. I hope everything's well because I never heard from you. Oh, well, it got late. The meeting got late and I didn't want to call you in the middle of the night or message you in the middle of the night. But my to my thing to that is no, message me in the middle of the night and say, hey, you probably sleep. But uh, when you get this in the morning, just know I'm sorry I wasn't able to make it. But that didn't happen. And then he goes back to the place he's from and the other state he's from. And then he's like, hey, look at the shirt that was waiting for me when I got in. It was just like, oh, just a weird little comical shirt. I was like, okay. And then that's pretty much it, y'all. And I'm like, I've talked to several friends, both male and female. And they all were like, yeah, it sounds like he was wanting like a hookup. Sounds like he was wanting to, you know, step out on his wife with you. Because it's just too weird. He's, he's sending you mixed signals. And I'm like, yeah, he can send me whatever he wants. He can send me smoke signals where I care. Because I ain't doing that. I'm not about that. I'm not about it with anybody. Actually, I'm not about it with anybody, whether you're single or not single. But definitely if you're not single. And so my message for you guys today is don't be a cheater. And don't get with cheaters. And cheaters should not cheat. And be loyal to who you are with or just separate or divorce. But don't cheat. That's all I got to say for you now thank you for staying with me all this time i know th- th- you're like what's the point <laughs> the point is don't cheat it's not cool and um yeah please don't do that uh love who you're with or don't get away from who you're with because and go be happy being single like me completely utterly happily single so until next time guys this has been talk time with hope i am hope i'll see you on the flip side god bless bye for now <laughs>